And it's the Brains and Beard Show. It's a podcast where we help people build better mobile applications faster. This episode is a bit different. Uh, usually I'm joined by uh, a colleague of mine, a co-host. However, today is just a quick solo episode because I'm going to tell you about a tiny tip for your React Native apps that is also a pet peeve of mine. I feel strongly about it. It's a small change your code based without overblowing it. Uh, let's dive straight in. I know everybody's time is precious. What I want to talk about today is a pattern you might see in React Native apps where people separate their JSX from their style sheets uh, into a separate folder. Let's run with an example. You have a small component, just a button. You can either create a button.tsx and have your JSX there, you have your styles there, and you just import something something slash button and you can use it anywhere, right? Alternatively, you would create a folder called button and inside you would put button.tsx that contains your JSX syntax. Separately, you will create a styles.ts file that will contain your styles, how to display this button. Finally, you will also create an index.ts file to make it easier to import those buttons so you don't have to do import something something slash button slash button. So you can provide a default export. This pattern for me is surprisingly common. Uh, I would expect nobody to do it because I don't feel the, it makes any sense to write code this way. However, I keep seeing this popping up again and again. And yeah, here I am recording a podcast about it, hoping that at least some of you it will help make your uh, code bases leaner, smaller, easier to use. There are three reasons why I think this pattern is bad. By this pattern, I mean creating a folder and creating and separating the styles from the component. There are three reasons why I think going for a single file is a much better option. And I'm gonna start with like the smaller reasons and progress over to the to the big one. The first reason would be just the amount of files. So you have on one hand you have one file, on the other hand you have three files, and you have a folder. Just adding more files makes it a bit of a more overhead if you're trying to work with your editor and you're like manually switching folders or there's more options that pop up when you're trying to autocomplete when when switching files it's inconvenient it's it's a form of waste like it's a waste of development effort not a big one but still a waste however uh, this waste gets more significant if you're trying to actually do something with this component. So there's this concept of dividing components into logical components and presentational components, the logical being the ones that contain business logic, that they actually do something and they should be focusing on doing things or delegating to other subcomponents, or presentational, which should be focused not on doing things, but displaying things. If you have a logical component, that does not really 
directly render anything on the screen, it just delegates it to its subcomponent, then there are no styles and this pattern uh, seems really weird because you create a folder and inside you don't even have a styles file because there is nothing to put there. And when you have a presentational component, it gets even worse because if you're trying to work with a presentational component, probably you're changing how it's presenting things. So you would like to look at the same time at the JSX and at the styles. And if you have it in one component, you can easily do that. You don't have to switch between different files. Of course, I know you can put it on different editor tabs and put it next to each other. I just think that being able to switch easily using your uh, fuzzy file switcher to a single file, spend 30 seconds making your adjustments there, it's just more convenient. But finally, we get to the biggest reason, automatic checks. So when you're writing your styles, a lot of times what happens is somebody writes the styles, uses them in the JSX, and somebody else comes in and decides to like change something around because, for example, you're going through a new design iteration and things are going to look differently. And you're left with some styles that you've defined previously, but they are not used anymore. This is also a waste. On the one hand, there is some tiny performance waste because this is JavaScript that has to be loaded into your app, it has to be parsed, and it creates your bundle size, but <laughs> I'm not gonna use this as an argument because usually it's not uh, such a big problem unless your code base is huge and you have a lot of unused styles lying around. Uh, however, the most important waste here for small and middle-sized projects is developer effort waste because developers spend their time looking through those styles, parsing them in their mind, figuring out what they are for, and it gets very confusing if those styles are not even used, right? And then you're f uh, thinking, oh, am I missing something? Are they really used somewhere else? And, and it gets confusing. Such things should be automated, right? And we asked uh, the React Native developers, we have a lot of tools that help us automatically improve our code bases. And one of such things that is used a lot, and it's super useful, is Slint. ESLint has a rule for detecting unused styles. However, if you put your styles in a separate file, you will have to export them to be able to use them in your JSX file. And then there's a problem because how would the ESLint know that what you're exporting is never imported or how to track where it's imported and how it's used? ESLint is not able to do it. However, if you keep the styles locally within your component, they are just a local variable. So ESLint can perfectly well track the usage of all the properties and can easily point out that the particular property is not used. And then it's very easy for the developer to, after uh, they finish their uh, refactoring, they can say, ah, okay, I missed those styles, delete them. Well, you can even do it on the CI, make sure your uh, continuous integration server checks for that. 
and it keeps your code base clean, which me personally, I find it very important. So we talked about three reasons why you shouldn't be splitting those styles away from your components. You might ask yourself the question, why people do it in the end? There must be a reason for it, right? I was trying to figure out what's the practical reason, what's the benefit of splitting that, and I don't really think there's any, but I know a historical reason. A lot of React Native developers come from web, where they were building HTML, CSS, JavaScript applications. Back in the day, I remember, well, because I'm mostly because I'm really old and I've been <laughs> developing for, I don't know, close to 20 years, but I remember the time when there was a big movement to educate developers to keep their HTML and CSS separately because a lot of automatic tools like Dreamweaver was putting inline styles inside the HTML documents and it was very inefficient because you cannot reuse those styles and there's an extra code that you have to send to the browser, everything gets lower and so on. So there was a big movement to keep HTML and CSS apart. Then when basically React came along with its JSX idea, which was controversial because you're mixing HTML and JavaScript. Some of the some of uh, developers at the time didn't really like it. Then there was an idea of CSS and JavaScript. There were discussions whether it makes sense to to, to mix the CSS into your JavaScript file or should it be a, still a a, sep a separate thing and maybe it should be mixed for developers and separated the compile time, whatever. This whole thing goes away for React Native in particular because we don't have CSS and we don't have HTML. We have JSX as our syntax for the components and we have JavaScript objects for our styles. Coincidentally, those style objects have properties that kind of look like CSS, but on a technical level, they have nothing in common. So by separating styles into a separate file, what you're trying to do is you're trying to keep your JavaScript away from your JavaScript, which makes zero sense. So after this tiny historical detour, I hope uh, you've learned something interesting today and I hope you will not be separating your styles from your components. If you know of a good practical reason why people would still separate styles from their components, I would love to hear from you. So get in touch. Uh, I'm always happy to learn new things. Other than that, thank you for your time. It was a pleasure to share my pet peeve with you. I hope I wasn't ranting too much. And see you next time. Happy hacking. Thank you for listening to the episode. Please subscribe if you haven't yet, and if you like our show, consider sharing it with your friends. You will find notes to this episode on our page, brainsandbeards.com podcast, where you can as well leave us feedback or suggest a topic for the future episodes. We would be very happy hearing back from you. Stay safe and curious. Till the next one.